If Try it out, doesn't feel comfortable for you, you should definitely talk to me or a sleep consultant out there. Reach out and find out what are the other options. You're listening to the B Podcast. Be encouraged, learn new things, and feel understood. Now here's your host, Sage Lally. Hey you, and welcome back to the B Podcast. Today, I'm here with my friend Shazli. The moment Shazli Kojak found out she was pregnant, she read every book she could get her hands on about sleep training. After constantly being told she can kiss her sleep goodbye once her baby arrived, she became obsessed with figuring out how to not become another overtired mom who can only dream with her eyes open about sleep. Making sure she and her baby would be well-rested became her top priority. And well on this mission to teach her daughter healthy sleep habits, she decided to get a certification in the field so she can help moms like you do the same. Hello! Hi, Sage! So, before we get started, I would love if you could tell me a bit more about who you are and what you do. Sure. Um, So, first off, thank you so much for having me on here today. I am Shazli Kojak, and I am a certified pediatric sleep consultant and founder of Sleep My Little One. I am located in New Jersey, but I support mothers around the world. I've supported people all over America. I've had clients in England, Australia, Singapore, you name it. That's the magic of technology and also being in a field that is vital no matter where you are in the world. How did you get into sleep training? Interestingly, I actually come from a background that's completely unrelated to babies or toddlers or anything of that field. I'm actually a certified public accountant, so a CPA who works as a full-time senior financial analyst at a major corporation in New York City. Um, But when I got pregnant with my beautiful baby girl, Layla, I became absolutely obsessed with learning about baby sleep. Like, I'm talking about obsessed. You know, while most pregnant women, they'll spend time looking up, you know, preparing for labor and figuring out what their birth plan is. I was just sitting there buying every sleep related book on Amazon that I could find and reading every waking moment, especially during those uh, pregnancy related insomnia nights. Very determined not to be one of those moms that do not get any sleep ever again, just because I was a new mom now. It just didn't, it didn't seem fair to me that when people warned me that like, oh, say goodbye to your sleep, you're never going to sleep again. So I refused to make that my reality. And so I educated myself every way I could about baby sleep and learning how to instill good sleep habits from the start. And then soon after giving birth, I was doing one of my, um, my 3am breastfeeding sessions and I was scrolling through Facebook as one does. And I came across an ad to become a certified sleep consultant. And I was like, wait, how did I not know that there was such a thing as being a sleep consultant? Um, and I'm so obsessed with baby sleep. So I started looking into what what that entails and realized that, wow, I can actually help other moms with this and not just give out unsolicited advice to all my friends, but actually make this a real legitimate career when where I could help fellow moms with this topic that I myself find fascinating. And basically, it just took off from there. And now here I am with my own sleep consulting business doing what I love to do. And making these making this whole parenting thing just, you know, just a a teensy bit easier. What is the process of sleep training like? My most favorite method that I like to start off with, um, depending again, if mom and baby are up for it is the stay in the room method or the chair method, some people call it. And it's kind of more of a gentler 
approach to sleep training. Um, it kind of has mom, it has mom in the room the entire time and in the beginning, and it has her gradually phasing herself out of there and offering less and less um, comfort and less and less like dependence on her. So it's it's a little more gradual and it's not it's not like, um, you know, it's not cry it out. I know when people hear the word sleep training, they equate that with cry it out. But there is definitely other methods out there. And if cry it out doesn't feel comfortable for you, you should definitely talk to um, me or a sleep consultant out there. There's plenty out there and reach out and find out what are the other options. And maybe don't go down the hole of just reading those Facebook mom groups because you're going to find just a lot of people with a lot of opinions on so many things and they might talk you out of something that you actually feel comfortable with. So what's the route you chose personally with your daughter? How did you sleep train her specifically? I actually did the stay in the room method that I described. So that um, I got certified through sleep sense and sleep sense. Uh, their method is the stay in the room method most commonly. And that's also the book I was reading while I was pregnant. So that's the method that I liked. I mean, that's not the only book I read plenty, but that was the book that I read that I think I stuck to the most when I gave birth to my daughter. So I felt the most comfortable of doing that. And I did exactly that of, like I said, it's a gradual approach, but it took within a week, this girl was pretty much sleeping on her own. And Interestingly, actually, if you um, follow me on Instagram, I documented the whole thing and put it on my in like highlights on my stories because I thought it was something that not a lot of people show. And there's just so much, like I said, anxiety around it. When it came to my own daughter, I was I'd be lying if I said I wasn't freaking out, even though I have all this information. I was freaking out, imagining like, oh, how am I going to let her do this? So I decided to record the whole thing and put it up so that I could maybe take away some of the fears that people have and show them that it's actually not that bad. What does the stay in the room method entail? For three days, you're right next to the crib and you put them down and you put them down awake so they can learn like this is the new way that they're going to fall asleep. So you put them down awake and then you can basically do like anything you want. Like you could pat them, you can rub their back, you know, like some people like rubbing the forehead because that calms babies. Um, And then you could sing lullabies. So you're there to offer comfort in any other way and trying to avoid picking them up and having them fall asleep on you. But some people like if it's like too much crying and you can't handle it you could definitely pick them up it is an option but like we are just trying to avoid that as much as possible but however it's not going to throw everything off if you do pick them up the goal is just don't let them fall asleep on you you want them to be used to falling asleep on the actual bed so you do that for three nights and then the next three nights you move your chair further away and you offer a little less comfort you can still get up and go and touch them but just try to limit it a little more you could use your voice And then the three nights after that, you're moving even further away. And honestly, it depends on how old your baby is. But if your baby's young enough, like I did it to I did it to my daughter when she was just 18 weeks. Um, She was so young that she actually didn't even I think it moves quicker. She didn't actually need me to even be there for the last three nights. She was already used to me not touching her and all of that by then. So um, that's it. Like you're basically just gradually phasing yourself out of the room. When is it okay to start doing a method like that? I know you said 18 weeks. Could you do it immediately when the baby returns from the hospital? Or is there a moment of time where sleep training isn't effective? We would never suggest doing it right when you get home. 
Um, we don't suggest it really until around the four month mark. So around 16 weeks is when you can formally sleep train your baby. And that's only because that's when they're just a little more de developmentally aware and they know what's going on and they're more capable of learning and understanding. Whereas a newborn, um, of course, you a newborn needs your touch. A newborn needs all that physical contact from mom. So we would never try to take that away from anyone. Um, but there's definitely still healthy habits that you can start with a newborn. You know, something that we suggest is maybe putting um, putting your newborn down just for a couple of naps. Like a lot of moms just come home and they feel like they need to hold this baby 24-7 and that's not really uh, sustainable. And then a few weeks in, they're burnt out and they're like, well, I haven't slept because I've been holding my baby the entire night and she doesn't know how to sleep like on a flat surface. So um, for newborn phases, no, we would never tell you to come home and start a sleep training method. Why do you think having a sleep consultant is beneficial for parents? because of all the information out there, all the contra contradicting information out there. I think having a sleep consultant is great for that. Um, besides that, let's say you're a great researcher and you did all your own homework and you decided this is what I'm going to do. Sometimes it's just good to have a sleep consultant because we can help troubleshoot a lot of things that's going to come up. You know, we are adjusting sometimes the schedule isn't always cookie cutter for your particular baby. So we're there to help troubleshoot and we're there to hold your hand like that book is not going to hold your hand at night when you're having a breakdown because your daughter has been crying for 15 minutes. So I or son, I keep saying daughter because I have. Daughter. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, we're here to actually offer that support. We're here to make sure you're doing it correctly and as smoothly as possible so that it's easy, like the easiest for your baby. I love it. And where can we find you on the internet? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at sleepmylittleone. And that's where you can find my entire journey with my baby girl and give yourself some encouragement to get to sleep training. Um, and you can also look me up on www.sleepmylittleone.com. Thank you for listening to the Bee Podcast with your host, Sage Lally. If you liked today's episode, please leave us a review. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Your story has the power to help others if you step out in boldness and have the bravery to tell it. There are people here who will listen. You just have to speak. That's all for now, friends. See you next time. Bye.